Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Harvest Now Conversation. Yeah. Yay. Welcome back on the second episode of this month, still on the topic of flowing and moving in the Holy Spirit. Um, I forgot to introduce everyone in the last episode, so to my left is Jamison. <laughs> Howdy. And to his left is Jan- uh, Gwara. Jamison Jr. And to Gwara's left is Cheyenne. Yeah. And to Cheyenne's left is Gerard. Hello. And I'm Jello. And um, we're going to continue on with um, flowing with the Holy Spirit by answering some questions about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, <laughs> here we go. So the first question is, what is the anointing? So we've all heard about the anointing as a Christian, um, but what is it? And have you ever been anointed? So we'll go around and uh, we'll go to Gerard. Okay, so anointing, essentially the way um, I understand it is God's stamp of approval on me. Mm. So I am anointed. And I have his anointing. So Jesus Christ, Christ means um, the anointed one and his anointing. So mm. if I have uh, Jesus, the hope of glory living inside of me, therefore I'm anointed too. Yeah. So um, I am approved. I have God's stamp of approval. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, something that uh, Pastor Paul recently posted that um, was a, like a revelation to me. If you don't see yourself as, as an evangelist, you're wrong because inside of you is an evangelist and if you have jesus inside of you then you are an evangelist Mm. so yeah he is um the anointed one and his anointing inside of you Mm. uh what about you chan actually go back to gerard have you ever (laughs) so there's this talk uh about being anointed when it comes to an assignment or Mm. when it comes to like um getting results have you experienced that yeah, so there's certain moments in ministry, mm. uh, more specifically, where you know that God is just all over it. Um, mm. When you're when you're moving, you know there's moments where you're um, like you're just physically like you should be like Gonskis, mm. but because of God's anointing over the assignment and over you, mm. you just keep pushing forward. Um, Pastor Rudd. He shared about a time in his in his ministry where he was ministering a lot, like mm. a lot, a lot. And then by the time he got home, he mm. was he just conked out. Yep. And then yeah, he slept mm. and then he just recovered for ages. Yeah. So um in terms of that happening to me, mm. um, it's happened in the mission trip mm. when I went to the Philippines with the missions team. Um, it's happened at church. It's happened at outreach at Blacktown and Mount Druitt. Mm. Um, it's happened in normal conversations with friends. Yeah. Um, happens when I preach, when I teach, um, when I play the drums. Mm. You know, there's so many instances where um, that anointing that we're talking about plays a crucial part mm. in ministry. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Mm. Yeah. Like. Just going off of that, like I've I've experienced that where, um, where there, there are times where I feel so weak on the morning of Sunday morning, on the morning of Sunday morning, <laughs> Amen, Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. 
and then I just feel so tired um, for like I don't know maybe I didn't get a good um, rest or something and then um, but I know I'm leading and um, I'm just like okay Lord <laughs> I need your help <laughs> and then um, at those moments where and, and those like those moments are times when I was like in in context like I I really um <laughs> I was really struggling um um yeah at those times mm. just like um I don't know in my head and and stuff like that um just going through things in in terms of like relationship and mm. and all other stuff you know outside of you know outside of ministry mm-hmm. and so um yeah it's just um but I know I have a responsibility and I know I have um I've been given an assignment I know I've been given a mission and um and one of those responsibilities is to be able to lead people into the presence of God mm-hmm. and to um yeah yeah really lead people into the presence of God mm-hmm. and so um yeah there are times where like I just have to again this word surrender and really submit and it's like man if you knew what i was going through at that time <laughs> you um um and like compared it to like um how i was leading in those moments mm. like um like you you wouldn't be able to put those two together mm. because um really at those times it wasn't me mm. it was that anointing and um it's 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 just an empowerment um yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just an empowerment and um it's like being clothed um with just I don't know strength. Yeah. I was going to say super suit, but I didn't want to like <laughs> super suit. Honey. Where is my super suit? Where is my super suit? <laughs> um but yeah, it like it it's just um in like incredible power that mm. I could not conjure up in my own strength mm. at all. And um um you you hear about like um characters or like people in the bible um like Gideon or um Daniel or um Samson who was um who had the anointing and back in the old testament it was just a covering and then it left mm. but now because um we've been sealed with the holy spirit mm. that's his anointing yeah. that's his anointing that's Christ the the anointed one and his anointing um, being born again in the Holy Spirit, and um, so that anointing, that empowerment never leaves. Mm. But there's a special anointing that comes with the assignment yeah. that God has given you specifically that He's not given to anyone else. Yeah. But if you if you do reject it, He will pass it on to someone else. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, yes. So there are um, our identity is sealed with the Holy Spirit and His anointing. That's us, but there is a particular, a specific anointing that comes with, like, that's an empowerment Mm. um, from God through the Holy Spirit, like this, just this supernatural grace Mm. to to give you that, you know, that push to really keep going. Mm. Um, Yeah, in, yes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like I've seen, like, uh, last time Pastor Paul came here, he was operating on one hour sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. we couldn't tell, mm. you know. He just, he just that's did. him tired. Are yeah. you sure? Crazy, like he didn't, he didn't yawn. He didn't, he didn't even blink. I don't think I've ever seen him <laughs> <possible>. <laughs> He didn't blink slow or anything like that. 
Yeah. Mm. So that's anointing, mate. Uh, go on. All right. Okay. I'm going to read Luke 4, 18 to 19. So your question is? <laughs> what is the anointing? <laughs> what is the anointing? Luke All right. Four. Luke 4, 18 to 19. I'll be reading from ESV. Mm. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me mm. because he has anointed me to proclaim mm-hmm. good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, Whoa. to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Amen. There you go. <laughs> That's a good word. Yeah, so this word is not just for us, it's for you too. Yeah. So it mm. says here that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us mm. because He has anointed us. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> That's yeah. a good word. Yeah, like what Cheyenne said, um, how I see anoint, anointed is empowerment to do his work. Mm. Empowerment to do God's work to bring his kingdom here on earth. Yeah. And I think that was, there are many times where, where I was about to, um, where I'm pre- like, I know I'm preaching the next day. I can't sleep. <laughs> mm. I can't sleep the night before. I think that's the same with Pastor Chris. She always shares. She mm. can't sleep the, um, the night before um, Sunday because she's about to preach. And, uh, and I'm actually the same. Um, and I ask God, what is this, God? I want to sleep. I want to sleep. And God tells me that, um, you know, our, our flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. The mm. spirit's always active. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there were so many times where it was just like that with me where I just can't sleep. And there were times where God is just preparing you, preparing you because you're about to, um, you're about to bring <laughs> a word for the people. Yeah. And you yeah. need preparation for that. And like Shan said, you, um, yes, God has anointed us, but there's also a special anointing when you do the assignment. Yeah, mm. the higher anointing when you do the assignment. But yeah, um, that's good. That's a good word <laughs> yeah. in Luke 4. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Luke 4. Like, um, that's Jesus saying it. But uh, mm. Jesus, uh, so as the Father sent me, mm. so I send you. Yeah. Mm. Wow. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you, for He has anointed you to bring good news to the poor. Mm, He has sent you to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, and that the oppressed will be set free. That's that's what the anointing is for. Mm. Anointing is for an assignment. It's not just to impress people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jameson. Yeah, pretty much what everyone has said. Mm. Um, Yeah, the anointing is, from my understanding, is, is God's supernatural enablement yeah for you to complete a task mm. are you anointed assignment. yes i'm anointed right. i am anointed <laughs> i'm anointed mm. but um just like what these uh, these guys were saying like there's moments where god's hand comes upon you and there's a sudden extra portion of his yeah. of his glory being revealed yeah. there's a sudden power yeah. there's dynamis power that comes upon you that enables you to do things that you aren't normally yeah. able yeah. to do and i've witnessed that in with Guada, like she says, like, you know, there are moments where she's up there and she becomes this very bold, lion-like mm. person. I can see the Spirit of Christ oozing out of her. Yeah. And I live with her, so I know what she's like on a normal basis. But then there are moments where she just gets hit by the Spirit. This sudden boldness, this roaring and ferociousness comes out of her. It's like, wow, mm. it's incredible. And I know that that's, that's God's hand operating through her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, and the reason why God does that is because if, imagine if that 
level of like intensity was upon you all the time, you probably draw everyone away. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like all, like and your physical body would and die. Exactly right. You, your physical body wouldn't be able to handle it all the time. And um, like if you can imagine when, when, um, when Peter was, when people were getting healed by uh, Peter's shadow, I believe there was an anointing on, on Peter at that very moment. Imagine if that was on him constantly. He wouldn't be able to talk to anyone because they're just getting slain all the time. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So there's like, like, look, God gives everything to us, but there are also portions of his glory. Okay, that's what I believe. There are portions of his power that has to be given in pieces or else we wouldn't be, one, able to handle it and two, the people around us wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. Because if God just fully manifested at his absolute, then we'd probably all be dead. Mm. Like, you know, just being real, like because he's that powerful, yeah. our human fleshly bodies wouldn't be able to contain it. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why we, once we die here, we are in our spirit yeah. in heaven. Our flesh wouldn't be able to handle it up there. No way. Yeah. We get fried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his anointing is like these portions of his glory that have come upon you that enable you to do things that you aren't able to do normally. Mm. Mm. And it's by, only by God's grace and mercy and, of course, God willing to have that assignment fulfilled. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Did you have something to say? Yeah, just off of the, um, the whole our physical body not being able to handle it, one scripture that comes to mind was um, at, the, at the resurrection of Jesus. Mm. Um, it says that the God saw the angel and they became like dead men. Mm. So they fell yeah. over and yeah. became like they were dead. Yeah. So um, if you don't believe in getting slain in the spirit, go to that scripture. Go find it. <laughs> Have you guys believe. ever been slain in the spirit? Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about it. <laughs> oh, what am I saying? No, um, I think um, I've only been slain once. When um, Dr. Gwen. Was that? Yeah. yeah. I think that was, yeah, that one time. And I got. Like, that was the first time I ever got slain. That was the first time I ever got drunk in the spirit. Mm. And honestly, it was the best <laughs> experience I've ever experienced because I used to be an alcoholic. Mm. Like, you and know, I used addict. drug addict. So I know what it's like to be high. I know what it's like to be, like, you know, drunk. Mm. So I, I, I remember briefly, he was just talking about just let the Holy Spirit in. Mm. And just, like, that's how I learned how to shut off my mind and just mm. let the Holy Spirit in. And that was the first time I've experienced that. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. He just said, just stop thinking. Yeah. <laughs> because the, our thoughts will interrupt. Like, yeah. this will always try to, you know, fight with the Spirit of God. Yeah? yeah. So I remember him. He just said, close your eyes, turn off your mind, mm. switch it off, and just let the Holy Spirit move in. And when he... When he said that, as soon as he said that, I just felt this mm. sudden presence. Like yeah. it, when I fell, I didn't feel anything. It's mm. like I fell on a pillow or something. And mm. I know I hit my head on the chair and on the ground. No one caught me, but I did not feel any pain mm. because it was just pure Holy Spirit, yeah. like just move. Yeah. And yeah, it was, I think that was one of the greatest, like ex- I've had many experiences with the Holy Spirit. It's been crazy. Yeah. That- but. <laughs> That night, um, that same night, yeah, I remember, uh, uh, was it, is it Gwen or Wayne? Gwen. Wayne Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wayne Williams. Wayne Williams. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So he, (laughs) uh, specifically what he said was put your mind on neutral. Mm. And that's, Mm. that's. uh, Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, uh, especially with me, like I overthink and then I, I think to the point where I'm trapped and I, I can't. Yeah, me too. I can't, um, <laughs> like, I'm no longer focusing on the Holy Spirit at all, and I'm like, trying to. And then uh, at the time, I had a back, uh, my back was aching for, like, a week. 
and I felt a fire. Like, this is the first time and only time that's happened, right? And I don't talk crap. I don't um, exaggerate. Mm-hmm. I felt a fire in my back. Wow. And it healed it, healed wow. my back immediately. Wow. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, I felt like the fire. And then I heard the... Whoa, <laughs> dude. And then I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so... Dude, yeah. I've never heard that testimony. You've never, yeah. Have you ever told anyone? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think no, I think time. you have brought that up with me one time. Yeah. I think you have. Yeah. I told. It's the first time I heard it. Yeah. So, like, I, um, there have been times where, um, like, uh, even after that, I'm, like, um, discouraged. I'm, like, what if I'm, what if uh, God is not real? Like, oh, that I get that thought. This is ages ago, by the way. Like, I would think that. And then I'd look back to that moment and be like, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no way you can deny it. it was immediate. Like, it wasn't this gradual. Like, sometimes, um, like, I'll be honest here. Sometimes, um, I've talked about this with Josh, where it's like, oh, praise God, I got healed. But, like, I got healed five weeks later when everyone normally gets healed. Everyone normally recovers at that yeah. time, at yeah. that rate. Mm. And I'm like, uh, like, yeah, praise God, I'm alive. But I feel like I feel like that wasn't a miracle, you know what I mean? Like that wasn't a, like this huge thing. That was just normal health. Yeah, it was like it's like to me normal. Um, but that, uh, in comparison to what happened at that night, um, yeah, it was just so it was just so memorable. Mm. It was instant. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So what were we talking about? Anointing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, See, we're flowing. Like we were talking in the last week. We're flowing. We're flowing. Um, Yeah, so anointing. I've heard people say that, Gerard, you've got an anointing for healing. What's Mm. your understanding of that? So essentially that it just means I have a gift, Mm. pretty much. Or God is going to sort of, um, what's the word? You know, what, I'm just gonna stick with gift. So, um, I've heard you've got you're an you're an anointed preacher, um, you're an anointed musician, um, you've got an anointing for healing, for words of knowledge, stuff like that. Um, but literally, just when I hear that, I just think it's it's God's gift for me. It's like, oh, Gerard, here's here's the gift of healing. Use it. Here's the gift of words of knowledge. Use it. And then it's just like this this prized possession that I have from God. It's like, wow, yeah. that's my gift. Mm-hmm. You're going to give that to me. Mm-hmm. And then when people say you've got an anointing for, for healing or something like that, it's just, it just really means that God, um, you know, I know we said God doesn't use, but for lack of a better term, God will use me in that, in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Or work with me in yeah. that area. Yeah. 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 So that flows that flows flows perfectly <laughs> to the next question. So, gifts of the spirit. Uh, let's talk about uh, what are the gifts of the spirit. So, does anyone have the verse up already? The gifts of the spirit. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, you One can read Corinthians. Twelve. Four to eleven. Do you want me to read? Yeah. All right. So this is uh, from the ESV. One. One. Uh, First Corinthians. Twelve. Four to eleven. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. 
and there are varieties of activities, but it is it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the, by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit, who apportions to each one as he, each one individually as he wills. Mm. Yeah. So, um, has anyone? Get, uh, let's let's go around and talk about um, the gifts of the spirit that we have ex- experienced firsthand. Um, I'll start. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, the one that's notable is. Uh, just the gift of knowledge, so word of knowledge that I received one night of this person that's struggling. And then I pray in tongues for them and just praying violently. And then a couple of years later, I remember the date of it because it, like there was stuff happening on that day. But I didn't know what this person was going through, but I just had this image. And couple years later I'm, in, I'm on a call with them and they said uh, like they tried to commit suicide at that time but mm. they heard God Wow! and I'm like whoa Praise God. you know whoa Holy Spirit is crazy like he knows mm. he knows and um, yeah it's like some uh, a question that I've asked God I'm like why don't you just fix everything? Why do you need me to pray? Mm. And he's given authority to us Mm. over Mm. this earth. If he was to just like impose himself on everyone, everyone would be perfect, but he would be imposing. Mm. But as we've talked about in the last episode, Holy Spirit's a gentleman Mm. and he's waiting for you. He wants you like he, yeah, I think we talked about it in a, a previous previous episode. If you love someone, are you going to impose yourself on them? Are you going to say if someone doesn't love you, are you going to make them love you if you love them, or are you going to let them go? You let them let them go if you love them. Mm. You know, and that's the same with God. Mm. So that's uh, in regards to praying. Why we need to pray, but yeah, mm. like uh, I just had an image. It wasn't, as I said in the last episode, it wasn't this huge, uh, <laughs> super religious experience. I just got this image and I started praying in tongues. And then I find out later that on that very date, they tried to attempt suicide, but they're still here by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. So, it doesn't even have to be yeah. you, just anyone, no, just anything that you've experienced. Yeah, um, I'll also share an experience where I've had a um, word of knowledge as well. And I'll also run through what was going through my mind when that was happening. Yeah. Um, so basically, we, we were at church. Um, and we had an altar call yeah. uh, for anyone that needed prayer. And uh, so usually when an altar call happens, um, you know, the, the training leaders usually called up to pr- uh, lay our hands and to pray over the people. And uh, we had one of our 
one of our sisters come up. I won't mention any names, but she came up, and uh, I was I was led to to go to her by the Spirit of God to pray over her, and I had no idea what was going on, like with her life. Um, so prayed for her. I I just had this sudden image of my mind um, about something specific to her. I won't mention it. And um, I was like, okay. But what what I was thinking was, nah, you're just making this up mm. in your mind. You're just trying to create something, a scenario that she could probably be going through, mm. which is likely that she's going through. Mm. And you're just trying to, you know, but the, all this is coming up in my head, but it was this desire that I had to, I had to pray this over her. Mm. I prayed it. And the second I prayed it, she just falls to the floor and starts bursting out crying, like mm. sobbing. And, I'm just, in my mind, I'm thinking, nah, no way. <laughs> like, mm. you know what I mean? You're acting. <laughs> yeah, Get I'm up. like, nah, no way. But like, that was my, my logical mind was thinking that. But the spirit within me was saying that was what I had for her. Mm. This is exactly what I, I wanted to confirm to her because she has this desire in her heart yeah. and she needed to hear this yeah. from me. Yeah. So to me, that was like, I was, I was taking a back seat Really, and this is like what Gerard was explaining earlier. When when God takes over, you just take a back seat. You're yes, you're doing things physically, but then it's like these words are coming out that aren't yours anymore. Mm, yeah, this is like there's this sudden flow in your in your words, mm. in your approach, in everything. It's just like you know that God is like He's taken over. Yeah, when you've when you've decided like God, you do your thing, I'll just be the vessel, mm. and then bang, watch Him do it, and. That's just an example, like, you know, watching this person fall to the floor sobbing because this is exactly what was inside of her heart that mm. I'm assuming no one else knew mm. except for her. Mm. But to witness something like that, it's like, wow, God actually wants to speak to his people and he wanted to use the gift of knowledge yeah. to, to reach out to this person yeah. who needed to hear it. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be one of my experiences that I've had with a gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Guara. Yeah, um... I think we had a testimony of that. Um, oh, from here. Yeah, from yeah. here, from the from the podcast. So sometimes Holy Spirit's very accurate, like knows your name. Mm. <laughs> he's always so accurate. He's always accurate. Yeah, yeah. but what Sorry. episode was that? Oh, find it. You have to find that episode if you're watching. Yeah. Just watch all of them and and watch them to the end because it was when there was a there yeah. was a word at the end, <laughs> yeah. and we were about to close, and God said this person's name. And There's the one where I cried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to watch all of them yeah. to the very end. To From find episode this one. one. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's one of my um one of my experiences of um uh word of knowledge. Yeah. Um um there were yeah, there was um a couple times that I have yeah, just received word for people. Yeah. Um uh specifically VG as well. Mm. Um there were times where she's like, she's so blown away. Because mm. <laughs> like, how did you know that? <laughs> like, how, like, how are you able to call me? At, like, the times where I needed someone the most, you call me. Mm. Yeah. And like, it just shows that Holy Spirit cares about you. Like, yeah, Holy right. Spirit is on your case. Like, yeah. she was sharing, um, she was sharing to us and Pastor Chris today, like, God called me at this time, um, blah, blah, blah. And I was in a, she was in a suicidal um, mm. thought at that time. And I just called her and I said, I, mm. I just ask her, are you okay? Is every mm. like everything all right? Just want to do like check up. See, word like small things like that yeah. mm. can like change people's lives, man. Like just yeah. checking up on them. Mm. Yeah. Like 
Ooh, yeah. You just got to listen to the Holy Spirit, man, because he knows. He knows mm. exactly what's yeah. happening all around the world. Yeah. And she's like, God has got to always, um, she's always on time. And I'm like, it's not me, man. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on with your life. Like, I just get this, um, this um, witness inside of me to just call you, to just message you. Mm. Holy Spirit is on your case. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's like one of my um, experiences as well. I also had a few of like prophecy, mm. like big ones. I get dreams, mm. um, a lot of dreams actually. Um, an example is there was, I think when like Sydney had a, the bushfire, mm. I had a dream a week before that, that Sydney's air was red. It was just all red. The clouds were red, and it was like gray, and it was just it was just all dark. Right. And I I think I remember sharing it to to you, and I was like I don't know what it means, mm. and I just started praying for Sydney. I was mm. like, you know, just speaking God's protection over it because I don't know what it means. It could have been like you know like an attack or something mm. from somewhere. But and then we had the bushfires, mm-hmm. but you know praise God we were all we were all protected from that. It didn't mm. come through our ways, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's just stuff like that. I get dreams like that, like it's warnings. Mm. So um, yeah, those are my experiences with the gifts. Mm. And yeah. Yeah, James. Yeah, yeah this is, there's so much. <laughs> um, share all of them. <laughs> um, but I'll share on one that hasn't been touched yet, mm. or I guess. Um, but this is this wasn't. From me or for me, but it was for my dad. Mm. So he shared recently um, on uh, at church. Yeah. This was a last week service, I believe. So if you want to watch that, see my dad cry. Mm. It's a good one. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he does that a lot, so he's fine with it. Last <laughs> week service would be the twenty seventh. The 27th, yeah, yeah so a Sunday live stream service. And, um, yeah, so for a while now, he's been, um, uh, like, a while ago, he was, like, diagnosed with diabetes mm-hmm. and also um, kidney failure. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so pretty much it was to that point where, like, it was so bad that... Um, he went in for his checkup and the doctor pretty much said it's either dialysis or transplant. Mm. Um, otherwise, like, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that bad. And so, um, you know, my mom, being such a prayer warrior, she's just declaring victory, declaring healing mm-hmm. over over my dad. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and I, I believe at that time, like, she was, like, laying hands on him and stuff. And <laughs> during all that time, it was just, like, you know, that that just that constant um, being being around him, just like being totally aware of that. And I believe that gift of healing was just like administered through her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, and like to, like it affected him so much. Like at the beginning he was, you know, of course you'd be worried yeah. um, for your own health. But then like, you know, mom's faith was just so influential was just so contagious yeah. that um he he started like seeing it again like mm. i am healed mm. and then once he received that again like yeah and then um he went in for his checkup 
um and you know all the way through my my mom is saying don't worry don't worry like pray but don't worry like it's uh, i already claimed the victory <laughs> i already claimed the victory <laughs> so and, um yeah and so yeah like and you know it shows cuz like um like when he went in for the checkup his his kidney function showed 20% improvement 20 percent improvement yes amen that's huge um and for for someone who was on the brink of kidney like total failure and he needed a transplant or or something else um some sort of intervention for it like for unless otherwise his body would just be totally out of whack and so yeah so that was that was the gift of healing operating through my mom and um yeah, and so praise God, he he doesn't need a transplant. He doesn't need dialysis. Um, it's 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 a bunch of wisdom as well <laughs> flowing through that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, like take care of your body, guys. Take care of your body. <laughs> take care of the temple, of the Holy Spirit. Anyways, <laughs> um, also, um, I'll share one more. Is the gift of discernment. Um, I remember a while ago, this was a long, long time ago, um, but we were training a bunch of guys at another church. Um, um, I believe they were Lebanese. Um, and um, yeah, and we were training these guys to evangelize, to door knock. And at that point, like I've only maybe gone door knocking once or twice, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they pushed me in the deep end and, and um, praise God, like, um, but yeah, so um, so we went with these guys. We partnered with these guys and went out door knocking. Mm. And I was partnered with this couple, um, this young couple, um, who had um, like three young girls. Mm. And um, yeah, by the end of it, I like I had this sense like they were they were doing they were doing really well. Um, but I had this sense like there was something going on with the wife. And so um, um, we like finished stuff, everything. And then um, after the debrief um, back at church, um, yeah, we were just um, talking amongst ourselves. And I was like, um, I, I, I said to her, like, I didn't think this before, but at that moment I said, do you feel intimidated by your husband? Like that you feel like you're not good enough like on at his level mm. and then she just started breaking down crying and like wow. whoa <laughs> sorry and um and yeah and she was like yes like how how did you know was it that obvious and i'm like oh, well to me to me in my thoughts in my own thoughts it wasn't obvious but it's just that word at that very moment when I was just standing in front of her, yeah. and um, and I've struggled with intimidation, like you know, my whole Christian walk, um, and and I'm like you know overcoming it, and and um, there are times where you can discern something because you've gone through it yourself, yeah. and then there's other times where like he'll just give you this this thought, this insight where you never thought to look at it that way. And and it shows you like the bigger picture, like what's the real problem here, and um it shows you the root, 
So for her, it was intimidation. It was fear. And um, yeah, we were able to like pray over her and set her free that day. So praise God. Like and and like she sent me an email afterwards. I didn't get her number, but I got her email. So praise God. And and I uh, we we stay in contact. We email each other every now and then. Um, but yeah, like she she just mentioned like how how much it really changed her outlook and her like how she viewed herself. Yeah. So. Yeah, praise God. There's discernment. Wow. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah, Gerard. Um, yeah, so I just want to touch on the gift of prophecy. This is this was the first one that ever happened mm. um, through me, yeah. and it, it stuck with me. So one of the ladies from our church, um, she was struggling to have a kid. Mm. She'd had, she had miscarriage after miscarriage, mm-hmm. and she came up for, for prayer one time because... Um, um, because she recently had a miscarriage again. And then the word in me, I just suddenly got reminded of um, God saying to, I think it was Sarah, this yeah. time next year, you'll bear a child, yeah. you'll bear a son. And then I really I really felt that I should say that to her. So we're praying for her. And I told her, um, this time next year, you, you will bear a child. Mm. That time, the year after, she bore a son. Yeah. And then this... From, from someone who's had who had a lot of miscarriages, it, is now having who just had is just mm. having the um, second child. Mm. So <laughs> the hand of God really moved in that, yeah. and I was just so amazed. It was just like, whoa, <laughs> prophecy works. This is amazing. Thank you, God. Like it was just um, I was just so overwhelmed by how God moved. Yeah. Um, that's one that that is one that will. Stay with me forever, I think. Yeah. Um, and in terms of gifts of healing, like the the first, Pastor Rod always says, the first one will always stick with you. So, mm, you know, the yeah. first first time I saw warts fall off someone's eye, um, the first, um, first time I saw someone's back get healed instantly, mm. the first time I saw someone's um, legs align, you know, mm. the first time I've seen all these different things, the first time I saw... Um, a deaf ear open and they started hearing like mm. um i've seen i've seen all of that and it's just it is really cool yeah. <laughs> to say the least yeah. it's super super cool to see holy spirit move like that and it's just um see, seeing that after just you know we talked about the it, talked about it in the last episode where it's seriously just a heart surrendered to yeah. god yeah. and when you have a heart surrendered and you're yielded to God, you're you're completely submitted to Him. It'll just He'll just flow through you. Yeah. Um, like we were saying earlier, don't sweat it. Yeah. Because if you sweat it, it's it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> and we <laughs> need to find a <laughs> we need to find the quote. <laughs> don't sweat. Say if you sweat it, then you won't get it. Is that what I said? Wow! Put that on the shirt. <laughs> 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 the audio cut out, guys, and I'm just gonna edit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right, we'll move on. So, uh-huh. yeah, don't sweat it. Did, I, did you have something else to say? Pretty much if you're, if you're, um, if you're struggling, to, if you're striving, like how um, Todd White says it, mm. if you're striving, stop. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not flowing with the Holy Spirit. You're, you're operating out of yourself and we definitely don't want to get into that area. We, um, you know, there's times in my ministry where I know I'm, um, where I know I was operating 
through my thoughts and through my flesh, if you want to call it that, mm. right? And it wasn't God. Like yeah. I was just saying things because it sounded good or, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure we're on the worship team. We've mm. worshipped <laughs> worshipped in ways that were just like out of yeah. flesh yeah. and the anointing wasn't there. Yeah. And there are moments in in our ministry and our walk with God where our flesh is just just operating and we're striving too much. Mm. We've we, we've strived to the point Holy Spirit is like, dude, just stop. Let me let me <laughs> let me take the wheel. Yeah. And it's yeah, literally like Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. And we you know, we're in the passenger side trying to drive the car. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? I have that image right now and it's like that's just so insane and mm. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Right? Could you imagine you're driving a car and your passenger is like, actually, let me drive. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. and you're like, dude, like, what are you doing? I got it. So, you know, but anyway, that might help someone listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, so striving won't get you anywhere. You need to flow and be surrendered to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and that's how these gifts will operate. Um, yeah. These gifts, like you're already gifted and you don't even know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I remember when I was a young Christian, one of the one of our close friends was like, "Oh, um, my mom." They're like, "They're like to me, oh, my mom said you've got the gift of healing." I was like, "Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about, man?" And I didn't know like there was a whole thing about gifts and stuff at that point. Mm-hmm. And then over time, I started seeing like, "Whoa! Like, I do have a gift. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. Like, mm-hmm. it's and it's such a privilege to say that that I have a gift." Mm-hmm. And God was like, "This is." This is your specialty, son. Mm. I want you to operate in this. Mm. And it's like, whoa, dad, <laughs> I love you. This is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so like um, to help the person listening, uh, if, they've never, if they've never seen one or operated in one themselves, um, how do they start? What, uh, can you talk about your first time? what helped you was it experience someone experiencing someone else do it or was it a mindset that you adopted that en- enabled you to take that first step of faith mm. jameson oh, for, for starters it was just being open to it mm. i think like we've already mentioned here just sur- surrendering yeah opening ourselves, being open to god working through you yeah lord i'm a vessel i want you to work through me yeah. i want to work with you yeah let this be yeah and um then it happens, you know. Yeah. But there's a, there's something here I wanted to add on first, where it says in verse 11 on, of chapter 12, mm. it says, "All these, referring to the gifts, are empowered by one and the same Spirit, who apportions mm. to each one individually as, as He, he wills." wills. Yeah. So, for starters, we need to be within God's will. We need yeah. to be with the right intent, yeah. the right motive. Yeah. And secondly, we need to be operating out of those gifts according to God's instruction. So, like, as Gerard was saying, like, this is, these aren't things that we can just force out. Mm. Like, where you say we guys were, with worship, you guys were trying to force something and it wasn't happening because you guys weren't actually yielding to God's instruction. Mm. So, these things, God has it all set before us, but we need to be able to operate in those gifts as He instructs. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not, it's not that we just go up to every single person that we see in the road and bang, 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 mm. bang, prophesy, prophesy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. God will tell you specifically who to go to when to say it, when to do it, mm. as he wills, right? So I think to to start off, you've got to be able to, one, be open, and two, 
be open to his instruction of when to do it, when yeah. and where to do it. Yeah. Um, there are moments in time where, yeah, where we're at outreach where it pretty much has been said before us, you know, this is when we start, you know, we've, we've intended this moment with God yeah. to do this and yeah. then we start doing that, right? Yeah. But there are moments just like in your general day where you have to really be listening to God mm. for, this, for these gifts to be in operation or else, mm. you know, things can turn out pretty sour pretty mm. quick, mm. you know, but there's no shame in trying. Yeah. There's no shame in putting yourself out there. God's grace is much bigger if you do make a mistake, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. But more importantly, we want to be in tune with that same approach that Jesus did. I won't do anything and, uh, that I haven't seen my father do. Yeah. So it's practice. Like we said before, it takes practice. But the first step, I would say, is being open to knowing that God has this available to you yeah. to work through you and to be able to fulfill it. Yeah, definitely be open. It's in the Word. It, yeah. The Word says it. Um, like, um, these signs shall follow those who believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Guara. Can you please repeat your question? So, if, say, if I'm someone who, is, who has never experienced any of this stuff, and I come up and I approach you, I'm like, how do I experience what you're experiencing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you pretty much said what I wanted to say. Yeah, being open to it is definitely... The key, <laughs> yeah, um, being open to the Spirit of God, um, yeah, um, you, you gotta know Him. <laughs> yeah. I think I shared that. <laughs> you gotta know the the Spirit of God. <laughs> you gotta know who He is. Um, to be open to like the gifts. I mean, like Gerard shared it. Like sometimes we we are we already have a gift. We just don't know it yet. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, but having the Holy Spirit like in you, He helps you discover those gifts. He helps you um, utilize your yeah. gifts. Um, yeah, for for the best. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So yeah, being open definitely is is a big thing. Mm. Like I, in my experience, I I like to always open myself to the Spirit of God because, mm. like, I, you just never know what He's gonna do next, and I love that about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like, you just never know, and it's that's what makes Christianity exciting. Because, yeah. like, man, how can you say that you know being a Christian is boring when <laughs> you have the Holy Spirit who has you know like yeah. so much surprises, man? Like, yeah. So yeah, be, just being open. Um, take risk, man. Take risk. Like, yeah. I wasn't like always. The problem was I was confident in myself, not confident in the Holy Spirit. So that's mm. where I was wrong. Mm. I was confident in, like, you know, the way I talk. Right. I was trying to talk like other people. Mm. But, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not through, it's not through us. Mm. It's through the Holy Spirit, right? That's, that's in, um, that's in the Word. <laughs> Somewhere between, um, <laughs> Genesis and Revelation. That's good, guys. Yeah. But yeah, it's not yeah, it's not through eloquent words, but it's by the Holy Spirit through yeah. the Spirit of God. Demonstration, of yeah, power. demonstration and power through the Holy Spirit of yeah. God. So yeah, it it uh, take risk like it. You just have to take that step to yeah. say yes, Lord. Okay, this is what I'm gonna say. Like, yeah. it's not always going to be you know rainbows and butterflies yeah. and that. You you <laughs> you're definitely gonna you know have that trial trial and error, but you learn you learn from that mistake, yeah. and you just keep going. And um, yeah, Holy Spirit is experiential. Like you experience Him on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah. It's not just something that you do one day. He's He's That's there right. every day. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, every day you're with the Holy Spirit. So yeah, just do it, man. Something I wanted to touch on, like um, 
how you guys are talking about, uh, like with Gerard saying he didn't know he had the gift of healing. Mm-hmm. Something I heard Dan Moller say, before he started to really study the word and find out that there are gifts of the spirit, he was already operating in it. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. like what Guada said, it's the, the way to start is to know him mm-hmm. because he tells you what to do. And then you don't even have to be aware that there are gifts of the spirit. He just tells you what to do, mm-hmm. just like what uh, Jamison says. And then later on, they approach Dan Mola. They're like, oh, you have this. You're anointed for this. You're anointed for this. You're anointed for that. Mm. But Dan Mola had never been to a church before. So this is all like new stuff to him. Mm. He's just moving in it because he knows Holy Spirit. Yeah. 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 Cheyenne. Yeah. So since you guys already touched that part of it. (laughs) um, Yeah. I reckon the next step after being open to it and just being just really submitted to the Holy Spirit and just knowing him is to get connected to a church, get yeah. connected to a group of believers, yeah. like red hot believers, um, Holy Ghost filled tongue talking Christians, you know, mm. um, who are just on fire for God, all about evangelism because all these gifts mm. are are used to save people, yeah. are used yeah. to bring people into the kingdom. Yeah. So if you surround yourself with people, because that's what happened to me, that's how I got into it. That's how I realize my potential. Yeah. It's it's not like, you know, like sometimes you can't recognize things within yourself, mm. but other people can see it. Yeah. You can't see like for for ages I've been telling my sister, Oh, you're you're so talented in this area. Mm-hmm. But for the longest time <laughs> she couldn't see it within herself, but mm. she needed a different perspective. Yeah. She needed some yeah, sometimes you just need that. Yeah. And it's also like yeah, it, and you just st- Being in that environment Mm. and being surrounded by people with the same spirit, Mm. with that same heart for people and for God, um, it just grows. It just it just multiplies and it just stirs up whatever like whatever's inside of you, and it keeps you accountable as well. And I know you've mentioned this before, like you know going to going to church keeps you accountable. Yeah, and um, yeah, like we need that. We need because um. Yeah, otherwise we can't be sharp. We can't yeah. we can't use these things to the greatest potential because mm-hmm. um it's like you know, we we have blind spots. Yeah. And um and yeah, and um praise God, Iron Shop and Zion. Um we're we're here to strengthen each other and really um use these gifts to the best potential. Mm. Um as well as, you know, um being under the leadership of people who have that experience already. Yeah. yeah. And and that's so powerful. Like I I go to Pastor Rod all the time, and he's just so like, if you haven't talked to your leaders, <laughs> if you haven't talked to your pastors or like youth leaders or, or or any anyone above you, like like you'd be surprised how willing they are to to um, hear you out and to listen um, and to to lift you up because every good leader wants all their members, all their followers to be greater than they are. Mm. And that's what Jesus did. Mm. Like greater works yeah. that you will do, like greater works than I do, <laughs> right? Mm. All right. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So be surrounded by like-minded, like-spirited people yeah. um, would be the next one because I got pushed into the deep end I am, and I am so grateful for that. Mm. Yeah. Like I don't regret that one bit. Yeah. Um, maybe at the time, but it's like, <laughs> but it only lasts a second because once you see results, man, mm. praise God. Once you see God moving, um, 
through you. Like, what you were saying, like, it's not me. And, mm. I, like, every time someone says that, like, Pastor Rod's voice <laughs> gets, um, <laughs> it replays in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is you as well, though, because yeah. you're oh, in yeah. partnership with the Holy mm. Spirit. Yeah. Um, is in, in he's working with you. Mm. So, um, yeah. That's all. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll hear from Gerard and then we'll get uh, Cheyenne to wrap it up with prayer. Okay. okay. Yeah. So if someone approached you, what would you say to them? Firstly, I'd tell them, love the Lord with all your heart, mm. all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. Mm. Love your neighbor as yourself. Um, then I'd tell them, seek first the kingdom of God um, yeah. and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Then I'd tell them, these signs will accompany those who believe. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. Yeah. Look, this stuff, like, I like what Pastor Rod says as well. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy. It's fun. It's fun, right? Um, this stuff happens like it's just a natural byproduct of you loving the Lord. Mm. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because when you love the Lord so much with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength and all your mind, it will compel you to love people, to reach out to them. And these gifts will just start operating in your yeah. life. Mm -hmm. Like um, like we can get taught this stuff, like how to pray for someone to get healed or mm -hmm. um, you know, how to prophesy or um, how to pray in tongues. But like it says in the Word, Holy Spirit is the enabler of them all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So love the Lord, right? Love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. um, seek first the kingdom. And all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. And know that these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. Mm. Mark 16, right? Mark 16 uh, from 15 to, to 18, mm. right? But I'm going to just focus on 17. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety and if they drink any... Anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. Yeah. Wow. Like there's so many miracles here. Mm. And it's not, it's just not, it's not just limited to this. Mm. Like in John, it even, like we mentioned it before, um, even greater works will you do because I'm going to my father. Yeah. Greater works. So there's so much stuff in here, but literally the priority is just loving the Lord and all this stuff will start flowing out of you anyway. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking to get started, like we've said, take the step. Like, yeah. go pray for somebody. Mm. Like, oh yeah, I want to. I want to move um, in the gifts of the spirit, but you're not gonna go pray for people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Go pray for somebody. Yeah. Step out and say, Lord, I want to know what you have to say to somebody today. Mm -hmm. There's been moments in my Christian walk like this sounds like crazy. Yeah, mm. I was just in my bedroom. I was like, Lord, I want to give someone a word. Tells me, go on a walk, look for a person in a blue singlet. Mm. I was like, whoa. Okay, so I'm walking my dog around my neighborhood. See one man in a blue singlet. Um, I was like, hey, can I pray for you? <laughs> He's behind his fence. He's like, nah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I keep walking. And then I, um, I see another man uh, with a blue singlet. I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? We're having a conversation. I was like, you know, this might sound weird, but I was praying early and the Lord showed me and God showed me um, someone in a blue singlet. And I, um, I feel like I need to pray for you. It's like, okay. Mm. So that was the one. Yeah. Mm. Like literally, just seek God. 
Just that's it. Seek God. Say God, like we were saying, be open to it. Yeah. God, what do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to pray for? Like there's these moments in in our lives. I think I've shared it on the podcast before where I showed up to uni and there wasn't a class on. Mm. And then I'm like, I'm going back home. Like, God, what do I do? He says, go to Westfields. Mm. I was like, okay. So I'm at Westfields. I'm like, and I'm parked in my car. I park. I'm like, okay, God, what do you want me to do here? And then while I'm praying, he shows me this image of this this big buff dude with a, a bald patch at the back of his head. Right? And then I go... It's a scary individual. It's a very scary individual. I was very like, <laughs> what, if he, what if I get bashed? You know what I mean? Right? I was like, okay. So I'm walking around. I'm looking for, for someone. For someone with that description. Gray shirt. <laughs> big buff dude. Imagine it's like the image that you get is like a cute girl. <laughs> I think I need to talk to a cute girl. No. <laughs> only for Jello. Only for Jello. No, no. <laughs> He's single. <laughs> um, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going through Westwoods um, and, you know, I'm walking around trying to look for people. And then while I'm looking for them, God is bringing people in my path to pray for anyway. Mm. So there's, a, there's like this old couple. Someone's in a wheelchair. I pray for them. Mm. I, w- I go into Target. I get a word of knowledge for some, some, someone uh, working there. They have back pain. And I said, hey, um, by any chance, do you know where the bathroom is? And then she's like, oh, no, that was a different one. So, <laughs> sorry. I was just like, hey, by any chance, do you know where the things are sold? Like, I don't know, um, men's T-shirts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's just over there. I'm like, okay, thank you. Uh, but before I go, um, I just wanted to ask you, did you have any back pain at all? She's like, yeah. How'd you know? I was like, oh, I just, I'm just practicing hearing from God. Do you mind if I pray for you? Bang. Prayed for her on the spot. So I w- I'm walking out. And then I'm like, okay. By that time, I was like 30 minutes in. I was like, okay. I guess I guess maybe that vision was for another time. So I'm, I'm, I'm content with that because I know I'll, I'll meet him again. Yeah. And then I'm walking, walking, um, walking back through Westfields. And then here he is, big buff dude, mm. gray shirt, tall, balding patch on the back of his head. I had to look back because he walked past me. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, that's him. I was like, okay. I was like, what do I say? And I'm getting scared. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm just going to ask him where the bathroom is. And then I'm like, hey, man, sorry. Um, just want to, uh, did you know where the ba- bathroom is? He's like, oh, yeah, if you if you just go down there, the bathroom is just down there. I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you very much. Um, before I go, though, um, um, I was praying earlier, and I think God showed me um, a big person with a gray shirt, and here you are. Um, and I, and I, um, <laughs> and I was just saying, like, um, do you mind if I pray for you? Yeah. He's like, uh, okay. And I would stick my hand out, and you know, naturally, people just want to shake your hand. So I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I feel feel like God, you know, He's calling out your name. Um, it seems like you've ran ran away from Him, but He wants to welcome you back home. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking Him directly in His eyes, and I could tell that it was ministering to Him. I was like, okay, but anyway, God bless you. Mm. Um, uh, have a good day, and I'm off, yeah. done. So. Literally, like stuff like that, just, just so it just happens. See. Just yeah. you know, um, just just start going for it, man. Mm. Like, just have fun. And mm. if you make a mistake, there's um, there's actually testimony of one of the, one of the guys who is big in the prophetic. He's he, at that point he was still practicing prophecy and word of knowledge and stuff. Um, and he's at a cafe and he sees this dude and he's got this word for him. Yeah. He goes up to him. 
He's like, hey, man, um, this and this and this and this, says the prophecy, says the word of knowledge. Not prophecy, sorry, but the word of knowledge. And then he goes, does that, re- uh, does that resonate with you at all? He's like, oh, no, not really. Mm. And then he goes, oh, my apologies. Um, I'm just practicing hearing from God. Mm. Um, and I just really felt like he, he wanted me to talk to you today, yeah. something along those lines. And the guy getting ministered to goes, you know what? I've actually been praying mm. to, to see if, um, you know, God still speaks to, speaks to people. Mm. And then he, there you go. He got ministered to. They pray mm. for each other. Uh, like I'm pretty sure he got saved, something like that. Like God will use a wrong word of knowledge mm. and still minister through you. Mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Do you think like God's not big enough to cover your back? Mm. God is greater than your mistakes. He's okay. got you. Yeah. Something that John Ramirez says is like, I'm just the, the donkey that Jesus rides on and I'm, I'm glad he's got my back. That's it. Right. That's such a humble picture. Yeah. Like I'm a donkey and Jesus is the King of Kings and he's riding on my back. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm set. But anyway, would you yeah. like to close us in prayer? <laughs> oh, just, just before you do, I, I think I needed to share this. So, Cheyenne shared about um, uh, like getting a mentor or like pastor. Mm. If you don't have that, the greatest mentor of all is Jesus. Mm. And right. something I've been doing recently is going through the Gospels really slow mm. and writing them, writing each. Because like um, something that really hit me was uh, if you're my disciples, you'll do what I command. Mm. And then I heard in my heart, do you know what I've commanded? And I'm like, not everything. <laughs> so now it's like I'm going through each, um, each line where Jesus is saying to do something. And it's That's like true. Jesus doesn't never suggests. He never suggests. Everything he says is a command. Yeah. <laughs> so, you like, should. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, something else that hit me was like, um, don't look at the things which are seen. Look at things which are unseen. That's not a suggestion. That is a command. Yeah. So, that that is very good in flowing in the spirit because we're not flowing in the flesh. So, it's not about what you see. It's about what you, you know, like, you're looking at things which are unseen. But, yeah, mentorship, like, the greatest mentor is Jesus and the Holy Spirit teaching you yeah. through his word. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit. Mm. Holy Spirit. Yeah. So for those uh, on the other end of this podcast that are struggling or um, would like to, uh, like, like what whatever we've been talking about has like lit something up inside of you, and you want to explore it, or um, um, or you have a desire for it, but you might not feel adequate. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I just feel led to pray for you right now. So thank you, Lord, for our friends, um, who whoever is listening to this, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for, yeah, you, thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You qualify the unqualified. You anoint those who are submitted to you, who are obedient to you. And, Lord, we just humble ourselves. Yeah, we just humble ourselves before you and before your will in Jesus' name. And, um, yeah, we just surrender. We just surrender. 
um, everything that we have, everything that we are, everything that we think, Lord, we just surrender it to you right now. Everything that we think that we can do um, apart from you, Lord, we, yeah, we just surrender that to you right now in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And Holy Spirit, come and fill. Come and fill our friends right now in Jesus' name. Fill to the overflow right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for completely creating them a new creation in Jesus' name. The old has gone. Behold, the new has come in Jesus' name. So every every part of your past that, that you believe in yourself that is holding you back is just completely obliterated and we just knock it down in the name of Jesus. Uh, the anointing, this is the anointing that breaks the yoke, that breaks every chain. And we just welcome that in, in their lives, Lord Father. Just the same as you have been um, moving in our lives, we pray the same for these for, for our friends right now, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, there is no distance in the Spirit. So we thank you, Lord, it's, it's just as if they're here in front of us, with us, in this very room. And I thank you, Lord, that the presence, your presence, is right where they are, and it's meeting them um, right where they are right now, in Jesus' name. So, yes, Lord, we thank you for our friends. We thank you, Lord, um, for just revealing yourself and revealing yourself through your word as they um, as they search for you. And I thank you, Lord, for that desire being um, opened up within themselves, within their heart, within their soul. Um, I thank you, Jesus. As, um, yes, Lord, lead them, um, teach them, guide them, Lord. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, do your, do your thing, do your job in Jesus' name. And um, yeah, we just, yeah. Um, I pray that they would welcome you, would open up their hearts to you in Jesus' name. Yes, Father, and, I'm, and I just seal every one of them in the precious blood of Jesus and in the Holy Spirit dynamis power in Jesus' name, that anointing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, and bless them, Lord. You love them, and you love them so much, so, so, so much. Even when their hearts condemn them, you're, you are greater than their hearts, Lord Father. And I just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everyone who is listening right now. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you guys for listening. If you got anything out of that or just um, anything you want to say to us, just send an email. We'd like to hear from you. Um, so, yeah, our email is contact at harvestnowchurch.com and all of our social media is Harvest Now Church. And yeah. All right, thank you guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Harvest Now Conversations. We hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Harvest Now Church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content. You can also message us at contact at harvestnowchurch.com to suggest a topic to talk about or to ask us a question. Until next time, stay blessed and see you in the next podcast.